the sports world, daily life, they're all around you. Gym Class Hero Moments. A Gym Class Hero. The guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kicked everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero Podcast, where participation trophies go to die. Investigations and laughs, it is what we do. Episode 6 of the Gym Class Hero Podcast entitled, Didn't See That Coming. That moment where you're just going about your day, doing you, and the universe punches your sports fandom square in the mouth. (laughs) Well, we all took a big one on the chin last week. I am your host, creator, and lead investigator, Thomas Michael. It's the Gym Class Hero Podcast. Let's get at it. If you had told me it was about to happen... I would have belly laughed in your stupid face. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Last couple of years have been pretty rough. A lot of high expectations, extremely poor results. Uh, Despite the disappointment, as a diehard fan of the team, I still believe future was bright as long as the core of the team was still intact. Well, one major piece of that future dropped a big old reality bomb on us a couple of uh, days ago. (laughs) In this didn't see that coming, Jim Class Hero moment. All of Panther Nation let out a collective, what the huh? f- just happened? Enter Luke Keekley, best middle linebacker in the NFL since 2011, eight years in the league, seven Pro Bowls, defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. I could go on and on and on. The heart and soul of the Carolina Panthers defense. Notification pops up on my phone, right? And my jaw just drops, starts to get a, you know, a little quivery. (laughs) And immediately I start to get, you know, a little wet in the eye area. I call it eye moisture. You might call it crying. And I'm sure many in Panther Nation had the same exact reaction. In a three minute video, Luke Keekley emotionally announces that he is retiring from the NFL at age 28. Heroes, what was your first reaction? And uh, did you have similar eye moisture, <laughs> Burns? Uh, no, no eye, eye moisture at all. I was just shocked. It was the shock and awe moment. It really, it was a surprise, but after this past season and after the way that the organization is going and with Greg Olson's comments after the last game, it just seemed like it wasn't the same team and it, it it was going to be difficult for him to continue to go with all of his concussion problems and injuries. You would like to see him finish it out and finish out the contract, but obviously health was his main reasons, and uh, he was he was done. So you, you want to be selfish and and keep him playing and keep your team going. And there's really nothing you can do as a as a fan. You just hope for the best for him and his family. So you're making the assumption that it is a health related retirement. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, this is the thing. Yeah. His drop off might have been noticeable this year a little bit, but I think as Panther fans, we all kind of went through the season being like, Oh, it's the change in scheme. But, uh, you know, maybe he really did lose a step. Perez, what do you think about like, what was your reaction? I'm sure, you know, you're an emotional guy. (laughs) Did you have, uh, any eye moisture from this, uh, big news? 
Um, when I when I first heard the news, I did have some optic precipitation. <laughs> you know, some some socket rain. But you know, what a pansy! I wasn't surprised to be honest. His play on the field this year was clearly different. I think we we touched on it many times through our our text thread. I mean, he just looked different, and you couldn't blame it all on scheme. You thought maybe that he was just kind of discouraged because of the garbage product we put on the field offensively. But you know, when you start messing with people's minds, that's that's dangerous ground. You know, that's you know. A lot of these guys, you know, they love what they do. They love to play football, and it makes them a lot of money. But, you know, they get to a certain age where they look back, and, you know, I'm guaranteeing you, if you ask them, you know, was it worth it? Like, is your health, is being able to wake up in the morning and do normal things efficiently and walk normally and be able to live without pain, is that worth the money? And I don't think a lot of them would say yes. And so... You're seeing this trend come through the NFL um, a lot more recently. Uh, you know, obviously with the the CTC or the CTE reports coming out, people are learning a lot more about what's happening, and uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of it. I think that you're probably pretty correct in the trend. I do see a lot of players probably in the near future consider, especially after an incident like this, where one of the best players in the league might be like the youngest consistent pro bowler to ever. I think Calvin Johnson was 29 or 30. Uh, there's been some other players to retire early, but like Barry Sanders, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, that and a lot of people out there probably wouldn't agree with me, but I think Andrew Luck could have been one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game. And we just saw him leave. Yeah. And that was at age 29. The guy is an intelligent football player and he had all the skills, all the right tools, but he couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, I trust his judgment. He's a Stanford guy. You know, if he if he was a Syracuse guy, no way. But. <laughs> all right, low blows. I feel you. <laughs> I, I think there's another thing, though, is like as fans, we don't see what happens in, you know, the daily lives, you know, outside of, you know, game time. We don't see their practices. We don't see, we don't feel the pain that he feels when he wakes up, the headaches that he could have had just the side effects from all the concussions that, you know, we may, he, he, he might not want to talk about. And, you know, at the end of the day, he made a decision and he doesn't want to go through it anymore. Yeah. You know, I got to say the last time that he, you know, you assume that it's health reasons. I think we all kind of go down that road immediately. And I think a lot of us go to the concussion thing because he did have that stretch there between like 2015 and 2016, where he picked up like three of them. And that one concussion that he had, where he was sobbing on the field, like uncontrollably immediately after he got concussed. That was scary. You know, when I, when people bring up Luke Keekley like you just did or in conversation, the first, the first vision that pops in my mind of Luke is him sitting on the back of that cart, looking dazed and confused. Like bawling. It's, it, yeah. It, that's the first visual I get of Luke now. And that's sad. It's not him darting across the field, making some incredible, you know, tackle, it's it's nothing that he should be known for. When I think of Luke now, the first thing that pops to my mind when his name gets brought up is him sitting on the back of that golf cart looking like he's in outer space. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, he left $10 million on the table. He would have picked himself up another contract. He made, I think, $60 million in the course of his career. He seems to enjoy fly fishing and, 
like not fancy things. So I'm sure he did pretty good with his money. I'm sure he's in a pretty good spot. You know, we want the best for the guy, but I got to tell you that was a gutting moment for all of that was, you know, listen, it's been a rough, a rough year for Panther nation. Uh, We're losing coaches. We got all sorts of changes. We don't know whether our quarterback is coming back. Uh, Just uh, yesterday, Greg Olson steps away for good uh, from the Panthers. So it's like gut punch after gut punch after gut punch. So I think uh, Luke Keekley and uh, the Panthers organization have uh, been gym class heroing on top of all of Charlotte, North Carolina right now, right? <laughs> I mean, man, the, the entire Carolina. Yeah, it's been, uh, I, I, I might need to take a year off. It's it's just been rough, man. We, you know, when, when you think about the Panthers right now, the, the hardest part is we don't have an identity whatsoever right now. I don't want to hear this, uh, let's take a year off. Bull crap. No, I just mean like emotionally. I just, I can't handle it. You, uh, well, emotionally. Are you um, are you okay? I'm really I'm really not, man. The only thing I had left was the Lakers, and now I can't even watch them anymore. It's just I'm in a bad spot. I need help. You know, everyone's talking about January 2020. How about January 2020? Gym class hero, <laughs> right? <laughs> Good lord. Okay, so our next subject of investigation isn't what I would necessarily call a troublemaker. A lot of people would. I believe this dude really just doesn't know how to get out of his own way. Uh, There's a ton of guys in the NFL that are probably not good human beings on a moral level. I don't believe that he is one of them. However, dude sure knows how to uh, step in big, stinky piles of newsworthy shit. (laughs) Former LSU Tiger and New York Giant, now underachieving Cleveland Browns wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., Uh, So OBJ, you know, think of all the things he's done. He's assaulted and proposed to a kicking net, uh, documented extracurricular activities with strippers blowing pizza, uh, and wore a $300,000 watch to a game this year. (laughs) All stupid actions, yet none of them necessarily illegal. Well, you know, maybe that middle one. (laughs) Depends on where he was, I guess. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta read between the lines on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think we can probably throw that out the window now. I guess that's gonna be up for debate. So, in the closing moments of the national championship football game, in which LSU just trounced Clemson, the camera pans down the LSU sideline. You know, you, just, you see the team getting excited, celebrating, and then it happens. There's OBJ, and wait, is that a Huge wad of cash he just whipped out of his bucket. Is he passing out hundos to LSU players like he's front row at the strip club? Because for a moment, it even appears that OBJ looks straight into the camera that's right above him, throws a little wink on it, and goes back to his best ATM impression. (laughs) So my question is, what does this mean for these young LSU players taking money from him. What does it mean for the program? You all saw it. And we have to ask the question heroes. What the hell was OBJ thinking in this? He sees the camera, right? Gym class hero moment. It appears LSU players involved will not face punishment. There was talk of it was fake money heroes. What are your thoughts on OBJ in this, you know, (laughs) OBJ type moment? I think 
that it was a statement to the NCAA saying, pay these players or you're going to lose these players. I love that, Burns. They're not going to find the guys that are already – all those guys are declaring for the draft anyway. I don't think every player that he handed money to is declaring for the draft. I know some of them are. But Joe Burrow came out and said it in an interview. He said it was real money. Yeah, and I think I, I think that was a bad look on Joe's part. I agree with Burns, too. I I don't think Odell like went into it saying, oh, I'm about to make a statement to the NCAA, but – I think that's kind of like what the majority of us thought about when we saw it. But Thomas, I'm a little disappointed in you because if we're going to talk about gym class heroes on the show and talk about Odell, you got to mention him spanking the security guard in the locker room, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's the most gym class hero thing that I've seen on national television in a long time. I mean, Odell Beckham should have—you you might as well have put a letter jacket on him as the jock. And put some suspenders on the security guard in the hallway next to the locker. <laughs> and Odell's just spanking this guy. Like, oh, that was a good one. Well, I was going to get to that. So now uh, I think it's still out there an arrest warrant <laughs> for Odell Beckham in the state of Louisiana for assaulting uh, a security officer. <laughs> so they have dropped that charge. They did drop it. Be, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but still, I mean, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing with yourself, Odell? I mean, it was the heat of the moment. Like, I I could see myself doing that. And then... It's a coach bat. I get it. It was like a little coach bat. But it was a coach bat to someone you shouldn't have been coach batting. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> it was a little harder than a coach bat. I've coached pads at a few people I probably shouldn't have. In the yeah, me too. Day. Me too, but not on national television. We don't all have the opportunities to be on national television, <laughs> do we? true. And you know what? I would never take a, I would never take back any coach path that I've ever given. In the heat of the moment, it needed to be had. Yeah, that, that cop was in all up in their business, telling them not to smoke cigars in the locker room in Louisiana. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure every single building, most most buildings in New Orleans or the city, you can smoke a cigar in. And you know what? That coach pat wasn't for the security guard. It was for Odell. When you give a coach pat, it's not for the other guy. It's for you. <laughs> true. It's true. It's about the way it makes me feel. You know? I'm sorry if your butt hurts afterwards, but it makes me feel good inside. So. Listen, dude, it wasn't aggressive, but it was a coach pat all the same. <laughs> An inappropriate one at that. And and well deserved. If you're if you're not prepared to catch some coach pats, don't come in the the locker room of the championship team. <laughs> but you know, I I think I think this will you know add to some regulations with allowing certain people into locker rooms or former players. You know why why was he there in the first place? I know he's alumni. He's probably a booster of some sort. Um, he shouldn't have been doing any of that in the first place. It's true. And, and you know, listen, he, he actually sent every LSU player beats headphones before the game, but that was actually cleared by the NCAA in advance. Well, let's, let's put a little gym class here on LSU too. You know, they came out right after him was like, that oh, was fake money. <laughs> like, didn't look very fake to me. And what is Odell rolling? Why is Odell rolling around with monopoly money? You going to tell me that? Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on now. LSU additional gym class hero for episode six. I tip my, I tip my cap to OBJ for giving back. You know, he has a lot. He's trying to give back, yeah. including to the coach, Pat. You got to give those out. You can't just hold those in. And to the uh, fine ladies of the poll in the uh, New Orleans area. 
noticing his actions that night, you know, being in the bar industry, we've all been at, been there plenty of years. He looked a little litty titty. Yeah. That's what the kids were saying these days. <laughs> the kids. Uh, you know, he, he, he looked like he had a, he had a few drinks that night, I think. Yeah, he looked pretty <laughs> sauced over there. <laughs> he was cheap. That's why I said he kind of looked up at the camera and he was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, listen, man, we've been into a lot of shenanigans as friends over the years. I'm sure there's been some times where we were walking down a street somewhere, there's some sort of camera or security thing, and we were doing something we shouldn't have been, and Lil Sauston, uh, I don't care. <laughs> Jim Glass It's what we do. All right, we've knocked out our topics today. Lou Keekley, uh surprising all of Panther Nation. Odell Beckham doing Odell Beckham things. Now it's time. For everyone's favorite game, pick one. If you've never been with us before, real simple, tough spots. We give the uh, heroes two options. None of them are pleasant. You ready for this, gentlemen? I am. So we are headed back to the octagon, gentlemen. You have been training for months. Best shape you've ever been in in your life. Your opponent is vicious, ruthless, and never lost. That opponent is your mama. <laughs> okay. You climb into the octagon and then it happens almost immediately. Your mom does you like Connor did cowboy (laughs) three straight shoulders to the face. Ouch. Broken nose, broken orbital down. You go. Your mom has just destroyed your moneymaker. She's a competitor too, guys. You might be her son, but mama don't care. She looks down in disgust of your inferiority, lines up a big old loogie, and lets it fly. Yes, your mom just spit on you in your bloody loser face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I deserved it. Okay. Or, or, or. You can get into that same octagon with the same opponent. Only this option has you choking your mom out and submitting her on national television. (laughs) Yes, you just heard a woman, the woman that birthed you in front of the entire world. Pick one. (laughs) Burns, go ahead. You know, I think the past two weeks have been the hardest one. This is probably the hardest I've heard. You're up in your game, Tomba. (laughs) You're welcome. Obviously giving a lot of thought to this one. (laughs) Yeah, you get... Just lambasted by your your own mother. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I met your mom, Burns. She's a sweet lady. <laughs> All right. So. I've met Terry B before. Multiple occasions. <laughs> okay. Whoa there. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, Burns. Slow down. Mrs. Bosch. Mrs. Or, Bosch. listen, it's I, that. I, I apologize, Mrs. Bosch. It's that or <laughs> you choke your mom out. How far are you willing to go for your inner gym class hero? Is there like a mutual agreement between the mother and the son beforehand? Or is this like you just wake up in the moment and you got to go after? This is pure raw emotion. Bro, when you step into the octagon, it's on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably going to take it in the chin. Tommy, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't choke my mom out. All right. So you're going to, you let your mom bust up your stupid loser face. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be the first time. And then you're going to let her spit on you. Oh yep. man. Yep. Yep. It, and the people <clears throat> love me for it. 
And I'll, I'll I'll get up and say, are you not entertained? <laughs> it's a fair evaluation of the situation. They probably would love you for it. But would you love yourself in the morning? Yes. Okay. Perez, where are you at on this? Well, I got two things. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Does the public that's watching this endeavor, do they know that it's my mom? <laughs> To yes. them, are yes. they going to no. know that it's They absolutely know that it is your mother. Okay. Well, no, I was going to say, like, or do they just think this random woman's just taking it, <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking my dignity off from under me? <laughs> Let's say they don't know it's your mom. Let's put you in that situation. <laughs> they don't know it's your mother. Nighty night, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to spit on her afterwards? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If if, if I were going to take some bows to the face and get a loogie in my my eye sockets, then uh, probably I'd probably want to choke her out anyway. So, I mean, might as well cut to the chase, you know? It's your broken eye sockets. <laughs> right? I'm probably going to want to choke her out anyway. So, you know, might as well go ahead and, you know, save me the pain. I'm sure my mom would understand. She loves me. The nighty night, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You going to sleep? You going to sleep, Mama? You going to sleep? <laughs> tap. If you tap, I'll let go. But sorry, <laughs> you got to tap. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you for that. <laughs> Burns, I left money out of this week's pick one just so you couldn't automatically take the money. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Expand your horizons a bit, Jim Classiero. You knew my, you knew my motive. After careful investigation, we've concluded a few things. Uh, Luke Keekley can make you cry like you're watching The Notebook, at least for uh, your hosting creator over here. I definitely had some eye moisture going on there. Uh, OBJ treats daily life like the strip club, and most importantly, in the end, mom never loses. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> if you believe... You've spotted a gym class hero moment. We'd love to look into it for you. So drop those DMs on the gram at gym class hero podcast. If you'd like to check out all our episodes, uh, just look for us. SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, you know, anywhere you do your podcast thing. Uh, hey, Perez, who do you have winning the uh, Super Bowl tomorrow? I have the Chiefs winning by three. I think uh, it'll come down to the last possession. Patrick Mahomes will get the ball and... He will take his place in history. Okay, final score prediction. 43-40. That's a high-scoring Super Bowl, sir. Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to stop 49ers' run game, and I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to stop Mahomes' passing. Let me just point out, the better defense has won seven out of the last eight Super Bowls. We've never seen anyone like Mahomes. Fair enough. Burns, what do you what do you think? Prediction. Throw out a score. I got to go uh, 37-34. Chiefs. 24-17. Niners. All right, uh, Burns, I actually heard you uh, brought some coronavirus back with you from DR. Is that right? Yeah, the Dominican was fun while it, I was there, but there was something on the plane. It was like, uh, it was like that movie Outbreak. You know, you kind of, you could kind of see it in the air. You could, <laughs> you, could, you could hear it. And uh, I've been down for, I, I took 
two days off of work when I got back. I've been kind of nursing it. I went and got hot tea today. It's been bad, but you know what? It was 100% worth it. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, and I'm going to Mexico in two months. Oh, nice. Are you past the age in which you call your mom to tell her to come over and take care of you? <laughs> you know, I, I, no, I'm not. What he age is my, that? Because I don't, I don't know about that one. He res my feet up his mom. I will, I will call my mom when I'm 50 and ask her to take care of me. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of world you live in, but I call mom Duke. I got a cold. I, I, I did think about it. I got up, my temperature got up to 102, and I was like, I texted her. I, I did text her. I said, Mom, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I might not tell her to come over, but I'm going to at least let her know I'm not feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I know she can handle getting sick because I know she can handle a punch to the face. <laughs> hey, whatever said anything about punching her in the face? Oh, uh, well. Putting her in the sleeper hole. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Mom. All right, y'all. Time to blow this joint. (laughs) Again, I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and lead investigator. Remember, y'all, we have all got a little gym class hero in us. It is just one dominant victory away from rearing its ugly head. Y'all watch out. Investigations and laughs. It is what we do. We'll see y'all for episode seven of the Gym Class Hero podcast. (laughs) 